Good morning, everyone. This is a, a weekly check-in. We're a week out from from Laneways Festival, and I've got four episodes of WTF still to go, video-wise, before then. Not a lot in the last few weeks around the uh, consistency of what goes into making these videos. And I think I need a little bit of a restructure. I won't lie. Or perhaps I'm just a week out and stressed. I don't know, maybe. Today I'm paying out Fred again, and it's a pretty big video, and... I want to get it right, and, you know, there's all that stress. So, that's not what you're here for today. Today, you're here for um, recapping the brilliant Phineas uh, video that went live last week. And was he's a really interesting guy, you know. And as I go in to do the research on Billy, I think it's going to be fascinating to get more of these out. Um, but, and have these kind of parts the play in her story you know we looked at her in 2019 and then obviously she's gone on to be this massive mega super mega ultra star and I just think that it's really a really interesting trajectory and great that we can add Phineas to that because he's such a big part of that as well I don't know presently I'm bringing on anyway fun one to research I'm not the biggest fan of his music but it was good to kind of spend some time researching him and, and getting getting all this together um, so, without further ado, this is Who the Fuck is Phineas? Well, welcome back to another episode of Who the Fuck. It's the show that aims to take a deep dive in some of the acts performing across festival season in 2023. Episode 3. It's the first time I've consistently put out three videos in a fucking long time. It's working. This is good. We're getting there. I'm a little overwhelmed with the workload, but we're getting there. In today's episode, we're looking at a massive artist. You click the thumbnail so you know what we're doing, but we're looking at Phineas. Of course, famous producer, songwriter, and brother of Billie Eilish. Just, you know, that little old act there. All the way from America is due to play Laneways Festival in a couple of weeks. I will be going. Definitely worth exploring, especially as Billie is headlining Rennie and Leeds this year. This feels like a nice little 2.5 to the Billie Eilish story. So without further ado, let's get into it. If you've never heard of him before, hopefully this video will help answer the question, who the f is Phineas? Sometimes I think about the Phineas Baird O'Connell is from Los Angeles, California, born in July 1997. His story of music starts in 2010 at the age of 12 when he attended a songwriting class with his mum. This is where his love for writing and producing music began. By 2015, he was playing the Vans Warp Tour across America with his band The Slightlies, of which he was the lead singer and songwriter. In November 2015, he wrote the record Ocean Eyes for The Slightlies, but after giving the record to his little sister Billie Eilish, he realised that it suited her vocal style better. Following this, his tour manager reached out to him to ask about his sister's potential and helped her leverage a record deal. This kickstarts an entirely different story, one that we will be tackling soon. His debut solo record, New Girl, was released in August 2016, and it's here that he really starts to find his own groove. I wanna scratch your surface, I wanna feel your groove. In December 2018, he released his first duet with his sister, entitled Hostage. It's probably the oldest song that he still plays live, and I think it's a really great insight into what an early Billie Eilish demo probably sounds like. He continued releasing a slew of solo singles in 2018, but it was with his record Let's Fall In Love For The Night that was taken from his debut EP Blood Harmony that he really started to gain some traction. 
You need to pick me up I'll be there in 25 The EP was released in October 2019 and was praised for being decisively brighter His soulful voice tying each song together as his lyrics swing through the vast spectrum of human emotion The EP featured 8 tracks including singles I Lost a Friend The Friend I Lost My Mind Nobody believes me And the standout record Partners in Crime Remember But I carried you home Prior to the release of his album, murmurings of his sister's career started to garner major critical success. In 2019, you couldn't walk down the street without hearing someone talk about Billie Eilish, or seeing floods of teenage girls with neon green hair. Her debut record, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, was released in March 2019 to raging critical acclaim, scoring 82 on Metacritic. It also mopped up at the Grammys, winning Best Pop Vocal Album, Best Non-Classical Engineered Album, Best Non-Classical Producer of the Year, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, and Song for the Year, The Bad Guy. Phineas is given both production and songwriting credits for the full record and he would go on tour with Billy lending support on keys and some electronic percussion elements. In February 2020, do you remember February 2020? Like, how innocent were we all? In February 2020, Phineas and Billy released the record No Time to Die, the newest song for Daniel Craig's final James Bond film. He's credited as the leading lead producer and songwriter. And actually, it's one of my favorite Bond songs of all time. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Not quite Golden Eye, not quite Goldfinger, but you know, it's up there. Amongst his own and Billy's work, he's also considered a contemporary amongst producers, with writing and production credits all over the place, including working on Justin Bieber's latest album, working with artists Kid Cudi, Demi Lovato, and my personal favorite, on Girl in Red Serotonin in early 2021. In September 2020, he released the record What They'll Say About Us, the first single taken from his upcoming debut record. We've got the time to take the world away. He would wait almost an entire year before putting out new music with singles, a concert six months from now in August. Thinking too much of this Ruining my nights But it's hard when it isn't And one of his most standouts The 90s Sometimes I think about the He released his debut album, The Optimist, in October 2021 to relative critical success, scoring 72 on Metacritic. DIY gave the record four stars, saying, What begins as a deeply personal commentary eventually evolves into a world-renowned producer taking the attention away from his ability to refine others' work, alternatively placing the spotlight over his own voice, with his startling ability to carry a tale of kindred, love, loss, and the weight of fame. The record was written and produced in full by him. There's a couple of credits for a string section and some engineers, but it's apart from that, it's all his work. It featured the three previously mentioned singles, as well as standout songs, Medieval, I want my money back now, ow, I've been in the wrong crowd, Only a Lifetime, so don't waste the time you have, with and Around My Neck. He launched into 2022 with his own agenda, releasing two songs. The first is the record, Naked. Of which he played at Coachella to a massive audience. I can't believe you've seen me naked. 
and in July released the record Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, which feels a little more like 90s grunge. Not quite, but nearly. It works. You know, I think that he is... If I'm being completely honest, I think that probably what we, when it finally gets to Phineas releasing it, is probably the stuff that didn't make the cut for either his peers or Billie Eilish. So I feel like we get all the good stuff with that and then whatever's left over we get with Phineas and that's a problem that you always get with producer artists. That must be very hard for a producer. I do feel like we're missing out on with Phineas with having like one of his big records. I feel like he hasn't got his single and like Billy has 20 and they're all written by him. It's hard, but then, you know, it gets, you, you do get into a conversation, don't you, about like what's art, at what point is it yours and at what point you're a performer. I could have this debate about Harry Styles till the cows come in, Elton John very openly, one of the greatest songwriters of our generation, never writes lyric, and, never written a lyric in a day in his life. So yeah, it's hard. I just think that it's good that he's also out there putting his own stuff there. I think that that's, it shows that he's a true creative and I got time for that. What do you think? Are you a fan of Phineas's work? Are you going to be checking out his set at any festivals that he's playing this year? Let me know your thoughts in the comment section below as always, and I will see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye.